You are listening to the Campus Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. Each Wednesday at 5 p.m. on CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, I welcome a new guest from Queen's University to discuss news, issues, upcoming events, initiatives, and services for the benefit of Queen's students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Campus Speed, everyone. Today I'm in studio with the SGPS Executive, the Society of Graduate and Professional Students here at Queen's University. And uh, these fine folks joined me in studio to talk about upcoming uh, deadlines, for example, uh, opt-outs and opt-ins for SGPS members, uh, the services that are offered by the SGPS, uh, how to get involved with council and committees, and oh so much more. So stay tuned. Uh, We've got, uh, this is part one of a two-part series uh, with the SGPS. Next week, we'll also hear from uh, each of the executive members on their discrete roles. So let's tune in right now and learn a bit about some of the great services that the Society of Graduate and Professional Students offers graduate and professional students at Queen's. And first, we'll hear from Leo Ehrlichman about the Student Advisor Program and go on from there. Hi, Leo. Um, would you uh, like to be able to tell us a little more about what the Student Advisor Program is, uh, why a graduate or professional student might access this service, and uh, essentially how they might be able to do so? Yeah, so I'm happy to talk about that. The Student Advisor Program is a program I personally manage as the VP graduate. It's uh, our university reference service. For any university-related issue you may have, whether it be an academic appeal, a supervisor conflict, a human rights complaint, or just wondering where there's a resource for you on campus. Our student advisors are trained by every group on campus to know how to find those resources for you and know how to help you promote self-advocacy on campus. So their job isn't uh, to go out and uh, advocate for you and do the appeal for you, but they're there to help you and guide you through the process or guide you through any process on the university campus. Uh, So that's our first core service. Our next service is our health and dental plan. That's obviously mm-hmm. our largest service that we offer to students. And then we have our new program, the Thesis Thursday program, right? our graduate writing service opportunities on campus. And then again, another financial service that we offer, our grants and bursary program. That's a large one for us as well. Mm-hmm. And then transit services. Uh, every student, by being a member of the SGPS, has free Kingston Transit. As well, they have the opportunity to receive an International Student Identity Card or an ISIC card, mm-hmm. uh, which can be used for travel all around the globe and for those over the age of 25 on via rail to still access student services on campus. And those are all free of charge to access them. And the other thing that's great about our society and what we're trying to do with these committees and the things that we're looking to move is we're looking to improve and provide more services on campus. So that's just a brief overview of what we have. Uh, And we really encourage students to come out if they have great ideas on services that they want to see on campus. We're Mm -hmm. always happy to listen and help move things in forward motion. That sounds good. Um, I'd like to hear a little bit more about the health and dental benefits. Uh, Maybe, Abel, you have some insights that uh, your students, graduate and professional students, need to know about in terms of how to, what the health and dental plan is and how to access it and when they need uh, assistance. Yeah, most definitely. So so we have a couple of important dates that we want to uh, let our students know of, and it's the and it's the opt-in and opt-out period. Mm. Uh, this period ends on October first, uh, and I want to stress out the uh, the need to to opt out 
uh, every year for students who are returning with us. Uh, maybe it could be that uh, uh, once you're 25, uh, a, st a student does lose their parents' coverage, and so in that case, they want to opt back in to the, uh, to the health plan. Uh, so th our health plan is, is, in my opinion, a very comprehensive one. Uh, we do offer uh, drug coverage, vision coverage, dental coverage, travel, accident. Uh, one, uh, we have also paramedical services uh, that are really um, uh, good for students to use and utilize. Uh, for example, we do have physiotherapy, uh, massage therapy covered coverage, as well as uh, athletic therapy uh, for a maximum of $600. Um, some of the more essential services that we did, we just recently add to our plan, is the mental health support. Uh, we do offer uh, 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 coverage to for psychologists and, uh, and speech therapists and other sort of um, essential services on that end. Uh, we do encourage our students to also uh, use the plan. Uh, uh, there are several ways that you can uh, extend your drug coverage to, to 100% uh, if you just follow the, the, um, the sort of tips on our, on, our, uh, on our website, for example, using uh, specific pharmacies that we are partnered with, uh, such as DrugSmart and Direct2U Prescriptions. Uh, we do really encourage uh, our students to, to use these services and, uh, and sort of uh, reach full coverage on anything they might need. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, anything else in terms of services anybody wants to talk about? Yeah, I mean, uh, all of our services are, are obviously open to graduate and professional students. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's actually a good point that we, we should touch on because I think there's, uh, there's definitely more uptake in some of these services from the gra graduate uh, students. And, and I understand that the, uh, some of the professional faculties are large and have their own sort of infrastructure. But I really do want to stress that services like the Student Advisor Program are open to anybody, graduate or professional. Mm -hmm. um, and as a law student myself, I, we have great support systems in the faculty, um, but we don't really have a peer-to-peer -peer service like the Student Advisor Program is. Um, and it, that, that's just a great way to go chat to somebody you know who's in a similar situation as you are. They're a student, they, they're living that same experience in a way. And it, it's as much as like these faculties have their own resources, I very much encourage students to, uh, to branch out and, and, you know, tap into some of our resources because they are for everybody. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like from a community perspective, uh, under Isabel's portfolio, another service that's certainly offered are the, the many wonderful events and things, for example, what, she just, uh, what you just talked about with uh, Orientation Week. But um, as you move through the year, I guess uh, students would be able to learn more about some of the social activities to you know, get out of their study bubble <laughs> and otherwise uh, uh, get active and be around other people. Exactly. I want to point out that graduate students are welcome to join AMS clubs. So though they may be seen as undergraduate clubs, we're welcome to be involved that way. And I know a lot of my friends are involved in the outdoors club, there's the climbing club, there's the concrete toboggan club. This is something that graduate students aren't aware, but it's a really great way to get involved and meet some new people. All right. Um, also, there's various ways to volunteer as well through um, like we have the 
uh, partnership with the AMS Food Bank as well. So that's located in the JDUC currently. And I feel like there's a lot of these um, opportunities that um, grad students aren't aware are available to us. So uh, we're going to be publicizing a lot of this throughout the year. Um, so please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, where the Society of Graduate and Professional Students. Um, but a lot of our events, too, we're going to be partnering with different organizations on campus, so you get to know these offices a little bit more. We do a lot of collaborations with QUIC, the Queen's International um, Center, Queen's University International Center. And uh, there will be a lot of other um, interesting upcoming events. Um, all right, so stay tuned and, uh, yes, find uh, the Society of Graduate and Professional Students on Instagram, uh, I assume Twitter as well, mm -hmm. Facebook, so folks can get in touch with uh, all of the upcoming events, too. So these are uh, great services as well that the SGPS offers. Tyler. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that you can find all of our events on our event calendar on our website as well. Ooh. Um, so that's a good central place to, to find everything uh, that we're putting on for students. All right, so sgps.ca. All right. Now, um, so we've talked a little bit about uh, um, health and dental benefits and opt-in and opt-out. So some important things that are coming up. Um, but just also wondering, too, what about uh, any deadlines? Uh, does the SGPS have any job openings, for example, right now? Or are there positions that require um, an appointment or an election that may be new students that have just arrived that might have some experience or things to offer would like to get involved in? Yes. So there are two um, positions that will, will be elected. Um, so Chief Research chief returning officer which will help with our elections mm -hmm. as well as deputy speaker so um, for those two positions all you need to do is show up to our next council meeting on September 25th if you're interested in running um, and if you need more information you can shoot us an email and we'll help you out with that okay so what so can we learn a little bit more about what a chief executive officer is let alone a deputy speaker for folks that are new to campus and have never been to council they may not know what these are yeah, so our deputy speaker is uh, essentially they assist the speaker and they will be the speaker if the speaker is absent, but their main job at council is to show up and make sure that the, the council is minuted. So they make they take the minutes for council. That's their primary responsibility. Should the speaker be absent, they take on the speaker's responsibility at that meeting. Uh, and then our chief returning officer is the our primary elections officer. Mm -hmm. Their role is to plan and execute our election in partnership with the speaker of our SGPS assembly. Okay. And, and both of these positions are, are a great way to, you know, get your foot in the door if you're looking to get involved in the SGPS. Um, you don't really need to know much about the organization. We'll, we'll get you up to speed. Um, they are paid positions as well. Um, and it's a great way to just like, if you're looking to get involved, but you're not quite sure where you, what avenue you want to take, mm -hmm. um, this is a great way, you know, just to get a little bit more um, knowledge about the society. Uh, make a little bit of extra money on the side um, and kind of figure out where you want to go from there. All right. And are there specific skills that people might be also able to develop that they'd like to, you know, throw on their CVs down the road? Yeah. So the great thing about uh, being the, the CRO, right, the planning of an election. So it's a complicated election that goes across various faculties and two campuses, a main and west campus. Mm -hmm. uh, it's quite, a, quite an opportunity to develop your skills with time management and 
and the communicative skills that are available, so planning the marketing campaigns and everything that will be involved. Mm -hmm. And our speaker is a great way to get involved with political policy and understanding political policy with the deputy speaker role. So you're able to understand and how to craft policy. Mm -hmm. uh, we work closely with the speaker when it comes to policy questions and the questions of the agenda. So being with the deputy speaker and working on that speaker team allows you to develop those skills. Yeah, I, I would also say that our CRO right now is, is in an interesting position because we do online elections, um, which is something that's, you know, very interesting and, and a hot topic in, in our larger community these days mm. as, as a lot of municipalities move to online voting. There's been talk about uh, provincially moving to online voting. Um, and we actually use the same software that municipal governments use, um, several municipal governments use for their election. So it's a really cool opportunity to learn more about that, learn about the different uh, different aspects of what what is an online election. There's, there's the security aspect, mm. you know, there's the accessibil accessibility act um, aspect. Um, does everybody have computers? Does everybody have access to computers? This kind of thing. So it's it's a really neat challenge and it's, uh, it's a new sort of, uh, environment that they're operating in so if, if that you know if you're into that kind of thing and you want to learn more the CRO would be a really cool position for yourself all right and so can you remind us of what the deadlines are for these the this is a matter of showing up to council on the 25th so there's no deadline uh, we'll have our the, the positions are open until filled so at our special general meeting on the 25th uh, we'll host another election uh, should the position not be filled, it'll be moved to our next council meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, that council meeting and our council schedule will be announced on September 25th. And now for special general meetings or annual general meetings, these are where uh, all members, uh, graduate and professional students, can just come and sit in the audience and sometimes ask questions and things like that too, right? What happens at a council meeting and what happens at a special general council meeting? So council uh, is our legislative body. Uh, every department has a series of reps and, and the professional schools have their own set of reps uh, mm -hmm. who vote on policy matters and can relay bylaw matters to a general meeting mm -hmm. as the policy currently reads. Uh, and that's our main legislative function. So the budget is approved at council and, and reviewed. Um, and it, it deals with the day-to-day -day operations, really, and it's the oversight for the executive. Right. Now, our general meetings are where the general membership, so special general meetings and our, and our term-based general meetings, so we have a fall and winter general meeting, is where every member gets a vote. Uh, so if you're a member of the SGPS, meaning you're a graduate or professional student uh, on campus who has paid their society fee, you are welcome to come to these meetings, and you'll have a vote just like any member of the council or the executive. All voices are equal at these meetings, mm -hmm. and that's where we debate larger issues on campus. So major bylaw policy changes that we make, and also general concerns. So our financial audit is presented at our general meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, so for those who want to know about the, the health and the finances of it, and want to ask our auditors questions about the society, that's where a general meeting takes place, uh, and we'll we'll take uh, we'll, we'll have things going on. Uh, how to get involved with council is a great way. So again, as I mentioned, every single department at Queens has a seat on SGPS council as it currently stands. Mm -hmm. uh, so check with uh, those who are involved with your department student council, if you have one, uh, to be uh, appointed or elected. They have different roles depending on the department that you're in. Mm -hmm. And if your department doesn't have a graduate student association or a department student council and you're interested in starting one, uh, please let us know and we'll be happy to help you. 
uh, and then you can assign it that way as well and then we can allow you to come on to council and we'll more than welcome you to come on council because the more the merrier uh, <laughs> for us right now we'd love to see uh, faces in the crowd and people engage with uh, student government uh, we do have quite a few vacancies right now um, so your department is the number one place to go to to get involved with SGPS Council. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. And uh, just as a reminder for listeners, too, um, uh, whether or not they may want to seek a position on Council, how would they be able to find information about what uh, what's coming up, let alone what has transpired in past council meetings. Yeah, so on our website, sgps.ca, if you go down uh, on our About SGPS, you hit the Council tab. Uh, all of our past council meetings agendas and minutes are up there, uh, as well as future meeting dates. Uh, so you can just go online and check things out, look at the things that we've done in the past. For those who are interested also in uh, government representation and electoral reform, uh, our SGPS Standing Committee is accepting members right now. We're looking to get a broad range of students and members at large to talk about uh, student representation on campus and what mm -hmm. people want that to look like. Okay. Uh, myself and Lauren are the chairs of that committee and we'll be seeking broad consultation to talk about council, to talk about student politics on campus, to see what people would like to see and we'll be soliciting feedback from different schools and different opportunities to find the best practices that we we can find to make sure that student representation is as best as possible on campus. And uh, with with that in mind and following up on, on committees, are there other committees too that are uh, maybe short on people and you'd like to see more representation from, from among graduate and professional students? It's a good question because yesterday I was actually approached by a student um, who has an interest in a certain area of uh, policy and, and things that are going on on campus and he, he asked me if he could sit on a committee. Um, and I thought about it and I said, yeah, that'd be great. Like It's right up your alley. It's, it's, um, you, you'd be good on it. And we, we made it happen. So what I would say in that regard is there's all sorts of committees I'm not about to list, that literally hundreds um, at the Queen's community, and we sit on a bunch of them. Mm. But if you have particular expertise, if you're particularly knowledgeable or passionate about something, and you know there's a committee um, that you would be involved on, most of our committees allow for a delegate, mm -hmm. um, and that's something we're always looking to do. Um, we're always looking to get more people involved. So I think. Uh, there's certain committees that we have to sit on as ex officio positions, but mm -hmm. plenty, of, plenty of room to, uh, to share the workload for sure. All right. So if you have a particular talent or a particular passion or interest that maybe there's a committee at Queen's University you would uh, love to be able to participate in, uh, talk to the SGPS executive and uh, they'll see about uh, helping getting you uh, into one of these uh, committees and be able to develop those talents and passions a little further further. That's great. That's great. Now, uh, so we're coming uh, near the end of our time, uh, but we haven't actually had much of a chance to talk about you. <laughs> what do you do outside of the SGPS? Where, where are your uh, fields of study? What do you do for fun? Do you have time for fun these days? <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, let's start um, this side with Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi. What do you do for fun and what department are you in? I'm a third year law student. Um, what do I do for fun? Um, I have a two-year-old American Eskimo dog. Um, I play rugby on the Queen's Law rugby team. 
What else do I do for fun? I watch a lot of Netflix. <laughs> Lauren's looking at me to ask what else she does for fun. I don't know I don't what know. I do for fun. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Am I a I, fun I, person? I, I think I, I think you're a lot more fun than you sound right now. <laughs> that's for sure. But but uh, SGPS is fun. We do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, I guess you we do. do the SGPS. Lauren, yeah. what got you interested in being in the SGPS in the first place? Maybe have some words of wisdom for other folks out there who want to get involved. Uh, how did I get involved? Um, it was a lost. We had this um, like law event. It was called One L of a Summer about people talked about what they did after their first year of law, what they did for the summer, and it was somebody that had worked for the SGPS. Um, as I think VP professional and he was telling me about his experience and I was like oh that sounds cool and I had a business degree so actually last year I was VP finance so that's how I got into the role okay and I've been here this is my second year here so yeah I don't know I guess I have I don't have that exciting of a story of how I got involved (laughs) I'd never really been in politics it was just I don't know I guess I kind of just fell into it all right thank you Lauren how about you Leo Where where are you uh, studying within Queen's University as the uh, graduate representative on uh, on the SGPS? So I I study sociology, and uh, my research focuses on youth alcohol in the city of Kingston uh, and its community impact. Uh, So I work out of Kingston General Hospital in the emergency department, uh, supervised by Dr. Victoria Sisma uh, in sociology and Drs. Heather Murray and Dr. David Walker. So Heather Murray from Emergency Medicine, David Walker from the School of Public Policy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're looking at alcohol in the Kingston Kingston community over the last five years uh, and what really youth alcohol's impact is on the community. Uh, All right. And what brought you to the SGPS? So I was a counselor last year. I actually did my undergraduate degree at Queens, and I was quite involved in student government then as well. Uh, so I have a fancy for student government, so chose to get involved. And uh, the VP graduate role really spoke to me because I really do care about the, the policy side and the, the academic side. Uh, and I feel like in this role, I'm really able to help students when it comes to those core academic issues and helping students you know, finish on in a timely manner, in a way that's as less stressful as possible. So it's really just my way of giving back to students. All right. Thank you very much. And how about you, Abel? Yeah, so uh, so I come from uh, Ottawa, Univer- uh, Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, I did my undergraduate studies at uh, Carleton University, Woo Carleton. Uh, if there are any Ravens in our listeners, uh, <laughs> make sure you can uh, reach out to me and we can bond over that. Uh, but uh, for the most part, uh, I was involved in the student government uh, at uh, Carleton University Students Association for quite some time. And, uh, and when I started my time here, I started off as a combined student. Uh, so I had my Juris Doctor and my Master's of Public Administration. Uh, studies and so uh, with the MPA uh, I decided to get involved as a student representative at council and I uh, that was uh, a lot of uh, fun uh, and uh, so I ran for uh, for this position which I think is uh, really rewarding I do encourage uh, most students uh, every student to get involved with our society uh, in the capacity of a counselor or in, in the capacity of an executive I think uh, they will find it rewarding um, and the Queen's campus is very uh, engaged and involved, uh, and they do really care. And so it's a very rewarding experience. That's all I can say. Okay, thank you very much. And how about you, Isabel? Uh, tell us about yourself, your area of study, and why you got involved in the SGPS. Um, I'm, a, I'm going to my fifth year of my PhD in art history, and I look at Victorian interiors. Um, 
I'm focusing in particular on Canada's first interior decorator, Kate Reed, who decorated Chateau Frontenac in Quebec City. Oh. So it's really fun doing the research, and I'm looking forward to finishing up my dissertation this year. And uh, I got involved in the SGPS by working at the front desk this past year. Um, so I really got to know the health dental plan really well, the services, because students were coming and asking me these questions. And so I had to thoroughly know the website. And then when elections came about, um, there was nobody at the time running for VP community. And so I was asking Tyler about how it was last year because he was in that position and it got me really interested. So I ran for it. Well, congratulations to you. <laughs> and it's good to see you in the position. No, I'm not. All right, thank you, Isabel. And Tyler, tell us about yourself, your area of study, and how you got involved in the SGPS. Yeah, for sure. So I am a third year law student. Um, I'm uh, hopefully focusing on corporate litigation, uh, so I want to be a litigator. Um, about myself, well, a couple of my interests, I'm, I'm a big golfer. I really enjoy golfing, so I'm hoping we can have a nice uh, late fall this year so I can get a couple more rounds in. Um, and how I got involved, I, I enjoy telling this story because I think... Um, I think it, it, it should encourage people who aren't necessarily currently involved or don't necessarily know the structures of the SGPS or the university um, to encourage them to get involved and, and to let them know that you'll learn on the job. It'll be, it'll be a bit of a steep learning curve, but it's possible. So I came in uh, to first year law, um, not really knowing anybody, not really uh, part of the Kingston community. I had never been involved in student government in my undergrad. I went to Wilfrid Laurier. Um, and I was never really involved there. And I met somebody, actually, Adam Grosky, so my predecessor as SGPS president, and he told me about the position. Um, he told me that there was elections happening and that vice president community um, was something he thought I would be good at. Um, so I kind of, I really did take a leap of faith. It was, uh, it was kind of like the last minute and I was like, okay, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a try as a, as a way to kind of get involved and get a little bit more integrated into the Kingston community. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll tell you, I, I'm so happy I did. I think it, uh, it brought me out of my shell. I learned so much, the tangible skills that I've been able to gain over the last year and a bit, and I continue to gain every day are, are invaluable in whatever your career path may be. Mm -hmm. you're, you're continuously going to be interacting with people. Um, you're continuously going to be have to make decisions that affect others, including yourself, and and that's really what uh, what this position is. So I, I would stress the fact that how I got involved was kind of a fluke. I was approached. I didn't have any experience. I I didn't know what the uh, governance of a university was like, um, but I got to learn all of it, and it's been great. Um, and I, I I would do it the exact same way again. So if that's a plug for anybody listening, who you know might be wanting to get involved as an SGPS executive, but you think you don't have the experience or the knowledge, I, I would say that's that should not be a hurdle. You will learn if you have the willingness, if you're mm -hmm. excited to learn, um, then this is a great position for you because we have you'll be surrounded by great people who want to teach you the ropes um, and learn about it. And, and like I said, I don't think you'll regret it. Thank you very much. All right, now as a final note, uh, any words of wisdom for new students at uh, Queen's University? Come get involved. Come get involved. Anything yeah. else? Yeah. Um, it's really easy to get 
kind of isolated in your program, in your lab, in your department. Um, so I really encourage you to reach out, come to these events, and make connections outside of your department because these are going to be really great supportive friends, but it's going to create a network of support for you that will help you throughout your degree and it's much needed. So do come out to our events, do come out to council, get involved uh, volunteering. Um, just don't focus solely on your research if you can help it. <laughs> Try to add a little bit extra because it makes it a lot more bearable and it'll help you get through if you have that support system there. Right on. Anything to offer, Abel? Yeah, well, uh, well, thank you to the uh, CFRC for uh, having the SGPS uh, this year, and I. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> I do encourage uh, our listeners to tune in uh, whenever they get a chance to this uh, lovely station. Oh, that's really kind. Thank you very much. Anything else um, uh, that people should know? Uh, again, maybe let's reiterate on deadlines, opt-outs. Yeah, so we'll go over a couple deadlines really quickly. Um, so your opt-out or opt-in for health and dental is October 1st. Um, we can't stress that enough. That's a deadline not set by us. And it, um, Unfortunately, if you miss that deadline, we can't get your money back. So it's really important. You can find right at the top of our website, which is sgps.ca, there's a banner that says opt out, opt in. Click right on that. It'll bring you to where you need to go and it, it's plug and play from there. Okay. Also our positions, CRO and, and our deputy speaker, you need to attend our special general meeting on September 25th if you're interested. Feel free to reach out to any of us if you have any questions. And I would also plug that in the next coming weeks we'll be hiring a marketing officer. This is a brand new position um, that will work with myself to, to not only run the marketing and advertising of the SGPS, but to formulate what this position is going to look like for years to come. So no deadline on that yet, we'll, but the job will be posted sometime this week. Mm -hmm. um, and again, feel free to reach out if you have any questions about that. Okay. Isabel? We'll also be hiring four new deputy commissioners as well. So they work closely with the current commissioners and they help facilitate events. So look for hiring for that. Um, the deadline will be September 28th. And if you have any questions about it, you can email me, vp.community.sgps.ca. So um, as a thank you very much to each of the SGPS executive members that joined us today. Uh, don't forget to visit sgps.ca to get all of the information you need on how to get involved, how to opt in, how to opt out, when the next council meetings are. Thank you very much to Tyler Morrison, Isabel Luce, Abel Hazon, Leo Ehrlichman, and Lauren Peacock. We really do appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. thanks for having us. All right. And don't forget to tune in next week, everyone, for part two of our conversation with the SGPS executive, where we get to talk with each of these fabulous people about their roles and goals with the SGPS, the Society of Graduate and Professional Students, for this academic year. We'll see you next week.